All right, welcome back to the Big Ass Pornhole Podcast. I'm now joined by Mr. Throwing Stones himself, Mr. Taylor Stone. What's going on, man? I'm good, Sean. How have you been? Haven't seen you in a while. I know, man. It's uh, It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Just uh, So I had an opportunity this weekend, right? On a free weekend, my wife and kids were out of town, and I decided I could travel, right, for Pornhole. Sure. And there was this, and then there was the ACL Open in Virginia. It wasn't really a debate in my mind. I decided to come out here instead. I'm happy I did, man. I, every time I can kind of forget what, and then you get here and you're like oh shit I do know a lot of people here oh yeah there's a lot of people that you know that's and I've only been here twice you know what I mean but like right. I met so many people first time it, it is it's just a it's just a fun different environment yeah is it this is because there's no ACL around here I think the people don't understand like who these people are they know the names yeah correct if they put a face to the name, I think they would they would be more well-known. It's also nice, too, that I've been to enough events now where I'm starting to get a pretty good feel of, like, who the good players are. You know what I mean? Like, who the ones, like, I should talk, kind of watch for, for, like, matches and stuff like that. You right. Know, understanding. And it's also fun, too. Like, every once in a while, you see a kid that, like, you've, no, you've never seen before, and then they're just throwing lights out. Oh, yeah. The kids are nuts. Dude, it's, like, it's so unfair, man. It, it, I, I played an 8-year-old yesterday in the blind draw throwing against him. We won the match, thank God. I felt so bad, but this kid was legit. Like, I had to throw my best game yesterday just to kind of wash it out. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so funny, man. Can I give you my uh, my thoughts on kids? Please. So I'm going to nerd out a little bit here, I think. Ooh, all right. So kids are shorter, smaller in stature. Correct. So their release point is about three foot high. Yes. Because their waist is about two and a half, two to two and a half foot, right? Correct. So therefore, their trajectory is... No higher than six foot, and ours is at least eight, eight to nine. I think that's why they can play that dirty bag game. Because so well. it's so easy for them to get that bag lower and skip and roll. I'm trying to think. Are there any? I was trying to think. Like, are there tall, lanky people that throw like that dirty style game? There are still. Not. No, I don't really think there is because they have to release so short and so low. Like Tony Smith, right? Tony yeah, Smith but ACL, but, he but he, he's very he's very proportionate. People with long arms are going to have a lot of problems. Like taller people with longer arms, Tony's very proportional. That's true. It's also a bad. I mean, bad, you hit the nail on the head though. Like it's like bag flight and the angle that they're bag. Right. The taller you are, the more nose down your bag is going to come in. Right. The shorter you are, usually it's going to be backloaded. And then you know you suck if it's. Nose down and you're short. And you're short? Yeah. Is that is that how you know? Yes. Okay. Correct. Yes, yes. And I've learned to like in the middle some days my bag is nice and flat, other days nose down. I've just learned like as long as I know where it's gonna end up, like if it's consistently kicking one direction, I'm just gonna play it. Don't fuck yeah. around with anything. Just get comfortable with it and just just trust it's gonna do it. Right. Um, but then what, what happens with kids when they hit a growth spurt? I that's well here's my two things. I think growth spurt plays a big factor in this. And I also think just general interest. Like, are we going to have guys that are that are playing right now that are, like, let's say 12, 13 years old, are they going to stay interested in this for 20 years or so? If the money's right, I think they will. That's about probably it. So I asked Sammy Soto. Um, actually, I asked him this off mic. Actually, I wanted to ask him on mic. I completely forgot. So he's 16 years old. I'm like, do you see you playing nonstop until you're 40? And I'm like, I know this is a hard thing to like look at in that far ahead. But he's like, no, probably not. He's like, I'll probably get bored with it eventually. And that's what I think. Like, I can see it where these guys get really good, and they're good for a while, and then they have other interests, but then they can always come back to it. That's kind of the nice thing about Cornell is that there's no, like, age restriction. You can always leave and come back and still probably be Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I tell kids all the time that's been on the team, like, they go to college, like, hey, we'll be here when you come back, right? Go to college, have fun. Don't worry about Cornhole. So, I, I – 
we had a conversation. I was with uh, John from Big D Bags. We recorded an episode, and we had this conversation. And one of the things we talked about was, do we feel? Do you, what's your feeling about Cornwall in general? Like, obviously, you're pretty involved in the community, right? What's your pulse like? Is it is the pulse saying that like we are? At the pinnacle, like we are peaking and now we're plateauing, or do you still think that there's room to get bigger? I think it's continuing to grow. Okay. Why do you think that? Is that, is that what you see from a business standpoint? Yeah. Okay, that's good though. I, I like hearing that. Because um, like for me, like as a content guy, like we're kind of staying about the same. Like so, we've been like leveled off a little bit, so I was wondering, is it the market? Is it that our content's not up to what it should be? You know what I mean? Like I, I was just I'm curious. I just think the population, like. It's getting like younger. it's data dr- driven, right? It well, it's not that it's getting younger. It's I think it's just everybody, but we see younger players get better, so that's what we focus on. Yeah. Um, but I, it's just the it has to grow. Do you think that these kids can still be successful at a high level while playing other sports? No. No, I don't. I think. This kid, right, this kid right here, yeah, no. uh, Cahill. Yeah, yeah, he's a baseball guy too. Right, right exactly. Yes. He, but he just played football, so he's kind of he's kind of fell off a little bit. Oh, good though, good. Perfect. How old is he? Uh, 16, 17? No, I don't even think he's sixteen. Well, I think he's a freshman or sophomore, yeah, so he, he might be fixing to be sixteen. Right, live his life like perfect. Go go do what you can't do when you're twenty one. You're not. You're not going to go play D one football. That's, think, that's what the nice thing about Cornell is, is that it's always here. For it's us. always going to be there. You get injured. It's not going sport, anywhere. It's not a contact sport exactly. So it's here. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that somebody that has a pulse on it as much as you do still think that they, that we're growing. Oh, we're growing. We plateaued. No. Maybe the the percentage or rate of growth is probably tapered off a little bit. But as long as we're still trending up, it's still trending up. Right. So across the nation, it's growing by far. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Texas. It's probably the biggest, like, state for cornhole. Well, okay, so if I had to guess the amount of people that were participating this weekend, what are we thinking? I think it's 12. Uh, no, no, I think it's 1,200. Is this the biggest one ever? Like one I have no clue. But I was told there's 1,200. So let's say a small event for you guys would be like 800, right? Probably. So that's, like, that's more than what opens are getting, and those are open to everybody. So the fact that you guys are pulling in that much just from, like, DFW, yeah, yeah like crazy. Now this is obviously a hotbed for cornhole, right? Yeah, Texas is hot. Well, I'm saying specifically this area as well. Well, there, there's a lot of people from South Texas, East Texas, oh, yeah, yeah. West Texas here today, but DFW is unreal with the number of cornhole players and events that we have every week. I'm watching this kid Madden Franco throw right now, and he is just so crazy good. Right, and he's one of those kids. Like, what happens when he hits that growth spurt? Because he's, he's going to get tired. You can see it. Right. And it, it's the, you know. Well, that's my theory. That was my theory with Alex Hicks. Right. Now, yeah. Well, so my thing with Alex Hicks is like, and I listen to your podcast with Kyle, and I listen all the time, right? Yeah. But he never he's never done anything international. Correct. But he's always done great in opens and pro shootouts. I, I'm with you, man. But, I completely agree. But opens no, to no, nationals no. are still, a com- – He still finished top 25 last year in singles. So it's not like he's terrible. But, you know I mean? like, but I if you don't talk about somebody and they finish top 25, it's like – I agree. In the public's perception, is like they're terrible. Correct. Yeah, in quotes. Right? Like, no, no, I, get I mean, he's not terrible. He's a great player. Yeah, no, I completely understand what you're saying. Yes, I, and I do agree. I do agree. But that's why I think Ian Cripps was really good. Then he went through this period where he kind of struggled. 
But then last year, it seemed like he finally filled out and figured and, it out. Now and so that, that's Sammy. And Madden might not – he might be okay while he steps. Sammy is one of the only kids that's never not stepped. His his uh, release and everything has stayed the same. So Sammy is like, and Sammy's like that. He's a weird, very outlier. Yeah, he is because like every throw looks exactly the same right. when he does. He's like a robot. And, tra- and he Trader literally can- throws right. exactly how you would want to teach somebody to throw. Yeah. He's I, like the Clay Thompson of basketball. It's funny. I'm looking around. And I keep seeing my jersey. I never, didn't even know those were made. Like, apparently, 903 Apparel made our jersey with our logo on it. The one that you use. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, CJ. yeah, yeah. I had no idea. That's nice. Yeah, CJ's. That's a CJ jersey. Yeah. Sweet. Um, I have an idea for you. Please. So, I would love to see you do a Mark Richards Mountain every week. Or after every open, every national. Have you ever seen on Fox Sports 1, it's called Mahomes Mountain. Okay, somebody else was telling me about this idea. Okay, no, I have not. Okay, hang on. I'll pull it up. Let me show you a picture real quick. Please. So, Mahomes Mountain is, you have, it's basically a pyramid scheme. Okay. Right? Or or a pyramid, not a pyramid scheme. All the way down. So, you have one person at the top. Okay. Which is Mark Richards. Okay, so you're like almost like a tiered tier one, tier two, three, four, five. But for but, players. But for players. So instead of doing top ten, you're gonna do, you know, all the way down through a tier. I'm gonna show you a picture. You do something like that stuff like for Barstool. So so green is up, they're trending up, red is trending down, and blue is stagnant. Done. I'm gonna do that, yeah, for sure. And so but you can only have Two in the tier two. You cannot three, have two, three, four, right. Okay. So for your listeners, I would probably say, hey, Jamie Graham is not going to be. You know, he might be one point three. He might be in tier three or or tier two. Right. And, yeah. And Th- that does good, not mean he's like. He's a great one to use because he looks at that stuff and he would say something to me next right. time I saw him. And I love it. Uh, I mean, Jamie. Like, Jamie's a great guy. I've talked to him plenty of times. But it, it, so basically, it's like one point three, not tier three. You're tier one point three in cornhole. I get. It, I get. It. <laughs> I get it. No, I'm definitely going to do that. Um, I have to I have to bring it up. All right. So you made some noise the other day on the social media world. We dropped a, just a subtle picture. Didn't say anything. Just dropped a picture of your new bag in the TCL yep. called the Wizard. Right? Yep. I like the fact that you just posted a picture of the, the, the bag itself with the design and just enough of the hearing boom that people can kind of just ruffle their feathers. Can you just like, what was, what was the thought process behind all that? There had to be some thought process going in. I mean, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But that was not my intention. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I talked to Rich. I explained to him, right, it's not a shot at, at Rich yeah. or Graham or BG, right? They make a great name, yeah. great bag. with a, It's a great name on a cornhole yeah, bag. They a great job building right. company up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't try to take away anything from him. Um, but... Uh, there, I have a Phoenix bag here, a Kraken bag in TCL, and uh, those bags are elsewhere. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what's the what's the big deal at the I, end of the it's, day? It's, 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 I get it. I do get it. I get. It. I was just um, thank you for the content. Anyway, I listened. You like it? Oh, it that was an amazing uh, gif that y'all y'all posted. Thank you, uh, I laughed very. I, I, it took me a minute. I knew I wanted to do something. I was just waiting to find the right video to pair it with. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh, the BG fan. Like the reaction is too perfect. Oh, yeah. And it was the fact that it was actually like a Steelers fan that was yelling makes it even better for me. So. No, like I, I, didn't, I didn't open up a bag and copy a bag or whatever. I just, 
Pick the name. So you listened to last week's episode. We reviewed the uh, the wizard or the yeah. alpha. Well, how, what, how do we do on the review? I think you did great. Okay. Said all the right things about it? I mean, I think it should have been like 100 instead of like an 84, 85, but I, I mean, it's fine. I do have to say, I love the white, though. Is all white. Yeah. I think you called it the Scarface. Yeah, that, that was a that was a Kyle Butler. Uh, Dude, I'm, I love it. It's something about clean like that. And I'm not always like a plain Jane bad guy, but the white and just with the, the it just it works very well. Yeah, it, it does. It, it, it's been very popular, that colorway. And if you haven't tried, like if you are still considering it, I, I would say if you're looking for something different, you're a herringbone guy, try because the slick side really is that unique. It's super soft, but it, play, it plays faster than what you're going to think what it should yeah, it's a little slow. Like it's it's slower than your normal slick side, Correct. but it's not so slow where it's gonna hang up. No, but it, it to me it, it held uh, held up better than like turbo or you know one of those. Right. You know I mean, like it just it stayed a little bit more consistent. Yeah. It's so and it's so soft. I it's very it. soft. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked yeah. It, a lot. it breaks down super quick. Are you playing today? Uh. <laughs> if that's what we're gonna call it. Where are we at? Through, like pool play. Two so. two games. So you have, how many games? Do you Five. Have? Five and open. Um, Is that the same in doubles? No, there's six in doubles. We have seven people, seven teams in our pool. Are they already out for doubles? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's all set because they don't want to have to mess with it. That's so true. Okay. Right. I, I, I can't say enough. Like the setup, because you've been to events all over the country. Right? Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to just like like this is not like a TCL low job test here. But like the setup, like even like the main court here, like where we're kind of tucked away off the side, it's just so cool. You know what I mean? With the with the stands on either side, they have you you know exactly if you have an issue where to go, and there don't seem to ever be issues. Like they run it so pretty, like pretty. Yeah, fun. that's so, a score holio. I oh, think I think that's a, a big shout out to Ben right there, right oh, on sure. on all the constant updates that he does not want to do. Ben, I've had plenty of conversations with Ben and on the things that he did not want to do and. He ended up doing it in them, and you know, for other people, and hey, they they make a great product. Score Holo is easy, and you know what? I think SPR works because, like, I was throwing against guys similar to my SPR yesterday, and I felt like you were good matches. Like, I'm yeah. like, I didn't play anyone that I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna beat you. Right? You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, like we're both. I, I feel comfortable there. I'm playing competitive doubles tomorrow, but I played the upper blind draw yesterday, held my own. So we'll have that. So yeah, I mean, I. I don't care for SPR you know, I'm not trying to be a pro. I wanted to be a pro when I first started, but. Gave up that hope. Well, now you're just making millions making right. bags. Oh. Easy shot. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell people how much money we actually make in this game. Correct, correct, right. No, I'm just kidding. We do well, not make millions. I wish. Edit, we're going to edit that out. And uh, All right, man. Well, hey, I know you got to still throw and stuff, so I'll let you go. But uh, always a pleasure having you on. This is what, your fourth time, fifth time? Been on? I think just number three. Is it number three? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get invited any much. It's not true. It is true. I, every time I see you, you hop on the show. So always a pleasure. Sir. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll be back with. I don't know who's going to be next, but uh, that's kind of the fun of this. It's like a podcast roulette right now. So just stay tuned and uh, see who else I drag over you. All right. Thanks, sir. Later, bud. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Big Ass Pornhole Podcast. We're now joined by ACL rookie, Mr. Sammy Soto. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? No, this has been a long time coming. I feel like uh, I'm wanting to get you on. I feel like I feel like you've matured, man. Um, I'm 16 now, so you basically grown. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Move out and stuff. No, yeah. I mean, uh, personality-wise, I feel like you're a little more outgoing. You feel like you're a little yeah. more outgoing now. Yeah, I do. More comfortable yeah. around yeah. the scene and stuff. Um, so this season, 
decided to go ACL route, right? You got your pro status. Yes, sir. Excited for the season? Yes, I'm very excited to play with Jack, and I think he's going to break out of his slump that he had last year, and it's going to be a great season for us. I think you guys are, I don't want to say underrated, because I think you guys are on everyone's radar, mm-hmm. but like, I think you guys are in a good spot right now. Yeah. I mean, like, there's like there's tempered expectations kind of thing. Yeah. But you guys have the potential to be, I mean, what's your guys' goal? realistic I mean do you guys talk about that stuff or? Uh, I mean when I first goal? asked him to be my pro partner at first I had had asked somebody else okay. and then I hit up Jake but he was already playing Hunter and so I was like Jack hit me up asking if I don't have a partner I was like yeah let's run it dude and he was like I'm ready for the season I'm gonna start practicing a lot more I mean I haven't been practicing myself like a ton because I've been super busy with school and stuff like that okay. what, what grade but are you in right now I'm a, I'm a sophomore sophomore okay. yeah all right uh, so going, so you do cornhole pretty much like exclusively right now. Yes, sir. Growing up, what what other sports did you play? I played baseball for ten years. Okay. I played basketball for a couple seasons, and I used to play football for a couple seasons as well. But I think my favorite was probably baseball. What position were you? Every position, oh, you you, usually pitch? first and pitcher. Okay, you like pitching? Then? I love pitching. Yes. Yeah. Is that your, your, your love? Say that again. Was that, so that was like your long lost like love in baseball. And yeah, pitching. yeah, okay. it definitely was. So, uh, what bags you throwing this weekend? I'm throwing sloths right now because okay. my envies are a little too fast, but okay. I think I'll stay with the sauce. Right, and that's like a hybrid carpet type. It's like the new wizard, but it's not. It looks like a wizard, but it's like a different carpet now. Yeah, like the oh, herringbone. Yeah, okay, yeah, the tighter weave. Like, it's yeah. Like, it's a little stiff in the beginning, but yeah. it breaks in. It does slow down a lot because it is pretty fast in the beginning. Yep. Oh, yeah. So um, how did how did you come up to, with the idea to play with Jack? Like, obviously, you, you said you reached out to Jake first. You well, I was like, were they yeah. already on your radar, like high on your list of who you wanted to play with? Yes, yes, they were. Uh, Jack wanted to play juniors with me next year at Worlds. Okay. And then I was thinking of him like I was just I was just laying down because I couldn't find a partner and I was like I don't know who to ask. And then he had texted me on Snapchat that like that day and I was like, dude, yeah, I'd, I'd be glad to run it with you. Okay. What was your experience like on like the, under the bright lights? Because you uh, the USA stuff. You oh man. Broadcast, man. It That's was cool. it was very nervous at first. The first half of the game was just I was struggling. I couldn't find it. And then after that timeout, I just kind of locked in and just went at it. What are you thinking, like, when you, like, are you talking to yourself during the game? Or are you pretty much just, like, oh, I, I don't know. On that TV, I was really nervous, so I was just thinking, just try to come back, do okay. something. Don't get embarrassed on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, uh, you had a pretty solid weekend, though. Um, yeah. So, all right, who, so you can't say yourself. Who's going to win singles? I'm going to go with JBJ. Okay. Yeah. throwing better? I heard he was a little in a slump, but... He gets out of it quick, so. Oh, he does. And yeah. I heard Logan was throwing pretty good. Logan's he did. Been on a tear, man. Yeah, he has in singles and ACL. He's been throwing pretty good. Been doing very well. Double. I mean, he's obviously always been a good doubles player, but even singles, yeah, it seems like this yeah. season he's finally busting out into it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so fun random shit. Go right. ahead. Doing. Uh, I want to hear your. What's your? I want to hear your ranking. All right. Uh-huh. Three, two, one. Fast food. Fast food. You get. You get your choice anywhere you want to go. I'm going. Canes, McDonald's, Waterburger. In that order, like, so Whataburger, like, number one? No, I'm going Canes first. Oh, all right. I'm going Canes first, Whataburger second, and then McDonald's. Has Canes been around for a minute out here? Uh, where I live, it's, like, right across the street. So, like, during lunchtime in my school, I usually just leave and go over there. We my just, sister works probably, there. We've had Canes in our area probably for, like, the last two years or so. Really? So, I, we're, we're, but I'm, it's, I agree. It's yeah. High, it's high on the list. It's got to yeah. be. It's got to be, so. All right, well, I know you've got singles and stuff, but thanks for taking a few minutes to hop on the show. Yes, sir. Um, I drafted you on my fantasy team, so no pressure. That's awesome. Um, 
need you to some <laughs> points and help me win another league. But uh, stay tuned. I'm going to bring you guys interviews all weekend. And, uh, yeah, be back in just a minute. Great See y'all. All right, welcome back to the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. I'm here in the second signature event for TCL in Irving, Texas, sitting next to Mr. Cody Brooks. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So I've been hearing a lot from you. Um, your boy Dylan all right, was talking to you up uh, yesterday. So how? when did you first get involved in cornhole? Um, I started in March, two or three years ago. Okay. So is this like your, what you primarily do now? Do you play any other sports? Uh, no, I do not play any sports. Okay, how old are you? High school, uh, 21. No, 21? Okay, yeah. so what are you doing now? Just cornhole full-time? Or you, you uh, got no, a job? I work a full-time job and go to college. Okay, work, what college you go to? Um, Collin College in McKinney. Sweet, what are you studying? Uh, business. Sweet. You have a dream job? Like, what do you want to get into uh, when you I'm grow up? I'm already doing it, actually. I'm a manufacturing engineer. No shit? Yeah. Okay, all right, sweet, sweet, sweet. So I hung out with your parents a lot last night. Yep. They got a cool business going on over there. Oh, yeah. Tell the people a little bit about what your parents' business is. So they're a... Uh, laser engraving company they do um custom branding custom laser engraving they do hats tumblers yeah, their hats are sweet man yeah, yeah i like it your guys logo is clean as fuck too i like that a lot i like that a lot so um you're throwing apex right cornhole yes, your sponsor player yes sir. what bag are you primarily throwing right now i'm at the moment of peak but i'm going to start looking into the predator and the summit a little more dude the summit i remember throwing that as a prototype last year i think it was at sig 2 last year like right around a year ago and that was my favorite bag like i just i didn't miss it's that weird carpety type material but it breaks in nicely um so i have to get my hands on the set here this weekend because yeah they're very nice but i haven't i haven't tried to cut a new one but i know dylan was telling me a lot of good things about this so all right so how would you characterize your game are you like are you a dirty bad guy you like to do all the fun flop roll all that fun stuff or are you just i do and i don't stroke you stroke it's mix okay a little bit of everything just kind of what you're feeling at the moment okay all right yeah. you play, play. all right so what did you do play last night uh no i did not you didn't play, play last night play okay last okay night. yeah you playing singles today singles and we right got now. Du- who do you play doubles with tomorrow um, q Cody. okay all right so it elite it advanced where are we at in the open. week of it open okay open. all right yeah. you guys plan on doing well uh yeah i'm one and one at the moment but oh, well, hey, shit. that's fine it's all good. good it's all good all right so fun random question all right if you had to rank fast food places, right? Three, two, one, right? What, what, you, anywhere you want to go, fast food places, what, what are you picking? What are your top three? Kane's uh, Whataburger and. On a third, um, Brahms. Okay, this, it's okay. ironic that two of those three have been very popular at this booth so far. Canes and Whataburger, you guys are big yeah. fans of here in Texas. It's, it's crazy because Canes, we didn't even get that in our area for like two years ago. It's, it's good, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I see the hype. It's, it's very good stuff. But, yeah, it's so weird that, like, it seems it's been out here forever then? Yeah, for a little while. Okay, okay. Since I can remember. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, it's like something <laughs> like that. But um, th- I want to thank you for joining, man. I, like I said, I hung out with your parents last night. They were really talking you up. Uh, Dylan said that you're an up-and-coming player, right? Trying, yeah, starting to get pretty good. Trying. Make yeah. a name for yourself. So that's good stuff. So I'll keep my eye, uh, my eye out for you. And, Hopefully I'll be able to draft you in one of these uh, cornhole fantasy drafts that we do and stuff like that. But thanks for taking a minute, and I'll see you around this weekend, brother. All right, thanks, brother. All right, guys, welcome back to the Big Ass Portal Podcast. Sean is here. Um, We are singles, uh, open singles right now. So it's technically day two. This is kind of like day one. This is like the big event right now. We're standing just off to the side of the broadcast board. And we have a bracket, uh, oh, winner bracket semifinal match going on behind us. 
we'll kind of touch on and yeah, be up yeah. Justin Bird Jr. versus Cameron King for sure. So, I am at the privilege of being joined by my brother from another mother, Mr. Brandon Thompson. Yo, yo. What's good? Glad to see you out here, man. It seems like it's only fitting that we're going to be out here that you're going to be here too. But this is now your new permanent home. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we moved out here. Um, well, the family moved out here uh, over the summer. Um, I had to go finish up some time uh, and finish up with this Navy contract out in Hawaii. Was um, it hard to leave Hawaii? Uh, yes and no. I think okay. I think like most places, it's it's the people, right? Yeah. So it's. Uh, and you get comfortable. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've not only been in the Navy like my whole adult life, but. Um, growing up as well you know so i've never really lived anywhere more than three or four years i will say hawaii was probably the the closest thing that felt like home okay. you know so it, it was I mean, that's nice it's yeah. nice to have that yeah um but no excited to be here excited to be around the tcl um this is home now it is man um i talked about it with a few other people but just the environment here is just so much fun you know what i mean any match you're watching, there's like crowds of people. Like people like support those people in their crew, and that's what makes it such a cool experience. We did touch on it before. Like we, we, we turned on the ACL broadcast at one point for the Open in Virginia. There's like five people in the back. Yeah, It's just like it just doesn't draw. Like they have that same draw. No, their live streams themselves, the commentary quality, all that stuff's great. But it's just the actual like live in person presence. And it, it just it, I don't know. It just gets weird. No, I mean, uh, yeah, spot on. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've bounced around today. I've been watching um, different broadcasts, different live broadcasts. Yeah. Obviously, here being live, you know, um, it's a different feeling being live. But uh, you can feel it. You can you can feel um, the pressure, like, in a different way, right? right. So that, that ACL pressure, um, you know, every, sh every shot matters, that type of thing. Agreed. But here, it's just like that shot... You've got 20 of your buddies right behind you. Yeah. It almost means more. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. It, it's it's more in the moment, you know? 100%. 100%. So, the, one of the things I like in singles day is it gives you a really good sense of watching guys throw live. You get a sense of, like, where they're at. You know what I mean? Like, Justin Burton Jr. was an interesting one for me because I wanted to see where he was at because he kind of ended last season in a little bit of a slump, right? So, this is a good test. You know, he's known for being basically the king of TCL like the last two years. Can he continue that? And, I mean, so far, he's off to a good start. I mean, right now he's on 15-2 on Kingfisher, and he just ripped another airmail. For Nasty airmail. The Kingfisher actually smiled there a little bit. So, I mean, you can appreciate that. Uh, so he's on 17-2 now. So, I mean, Sandy, so we just witnessed a Grant Upchurch revival party because he, uh, he took Sandy Soto to school. We yeah. Like Twenty-one to two. Yeah, I, I recognize that Grant from a few years ago. Dude, and it's it's nice to see Grant Upchurch is insanely talented, and he's probably played Sammy Soto more than anyone else in the country. I would agree with that. So I think that probably helps him. He's probably not as nervous, and he's probably beaten them before. Probably doesn't happen all that often. I can't imagine. I'd actually be interested to know like their head-to-head -head record. Yeah, the stats there, and how it's changed over the probably the last couple of years. Correct. Yeah. hundred percent. So, but uh, yeah, Sammy. Was looking good. He's obviously still alive. Oh yeah. He's gonna have to now pull off a double dip to do it, but I mean, he's uh, he's still he's living up to the hype, and he's gonna do very well in the ACL this year. So I'm excited. But just the non-ACL talent here is crazy good. Like there are probably 
six or seven guys that are not pros right now that I think could do very, very well on the pro circuit of the ACL. Oh, yeah. If they uh, decided to do that. 100%. And, then, and that's what's good about this atmosphere, too, you know, is you come here and, like we're saying, you know, they've got their groups with them. Yep. You know, they've got their supporters. Um, you know, Texas is, and just the TCL in general, which is bigger than Texas, but just within Texas in this area right here, there's so many great players, so many great clubs and different organizations, you know, so... Um, hey, there's a lot of, like, cornhole facilities out here. Yeah, so I, I was lucky enough to go check out AJ's, but oh, from what they told me, there's, like, eight other places that are, like, the same thing, like, within a reasonable amount of distance, so it's nice, it's just a lot of opportunity to play here. You right. see so many young kids here growing, and it's so depressing, but it's so... It's nice to see for like the future growth of the game. You need you need youth to be in the game as well. Oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's scary. Um, it is. I'm, I'm glad it's I'm really on uh, you know on the other side of the microphone and not the other side of the board. Yes, correct. <laughs> I played an eight year old yesterday in the blind draw, and I felt like I I was in this. He had like eight people there watching him behind, and I'm in like a lose lose situation. Like I don't want to be the guy to beat him. You know yeah. what I mean? But at the same time, like I'm not losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did win just clear. <laughs> put a dagger, put a six spot on the kid that win it. It happens. You know, it's just, and sometimes it doesn't. Man, sometimes always, it doesn't. That happens to me a lot. But uh, cool news, my SPR went up by a whole four points after this weekend, so that's nice. Um, you start looking at people's like SPR and like how many games they are, we're just like scrolling through brackets, and I realized, like, oh, you really don't play that much, man. Like, I have 100 games logged in, in Scornolio, and yeah, other people are like 16,000. Yeah, like, what? yeah, I was, uh, you know, we we were looking at uh, browsing through some of that over uh, a quick lunch there, and uh, I was really surprised when you pulled up that number there. I don't, well, I'm not lying. 100, 110 games, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I, I know some of the guys in this facility that, that are going to throw that many games this weekend. 100%, yeah, for sure. And the sad part is we were talking about. I played in singles and doubles and the blind draw at two six events, six events last year. So that's probably like at least a third of my games were one event last year. So it is what it is. It just means like 0-2. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of 0-2 brackets. And just, that means we're due. We're due. We are due. So are you excited to play for doubles tomorrow? Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I, I usually um, don't play um, at these type of events. You know, there's usually a lot going on. Or when I do play, like, I, I feel like I'm torn between different things. Um, you know, the last one being Ventura, um, trying to balance a booth life. And, you know, and then, then you're running from the booth to go play, that type of thing. Um, so you never really get into it and stuff like that. You can't like put that. 100% of yourself at one thing. Right. You know I mean? like yeah. So, so uh, you know, I'm really excited for tomorrow and that type of thing. I'm looking at this weekend as uh, um, trying to be present. You know what I mean? Trying to enjoy the moment. Um, not think about... Uh, you know, the six things going on today and that type of thing. We're going to do one thing, and uh, tomorrow that's going to be a win. I, dude, I hope so, man. So we're, in, we're playing competitive doubles tomorrow. I have zero expectations at all. I know we play, what, I think it's like four-rounders games, which I like. I mean, I'm a warm-up guy. Like, yeah. You know, give me four games. And then the nice thing is we get like a two-, three-hour break where we get to go just chill and relax for a little bit, burn your food up, and then you come back right into the bracket play. So that's a little bit of an adjustment period, I think. Like, I just have to be smart about warming up, but I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to behave myself tonight. Okay. I say that <laughs> To be continued. That's true. Because uh, I think the tournament starts like 10 tomorrow, so a few hours. Yeah, that's that's one thing with these T-Cell events. So, um, you know, most of these podiums, 
you know, those uh, those announcements are starting at midnight if you're lucky. So I will say, um, from what I've heard, they've actually gotten better at speeding it up, despite the amount of people. This is, I believe, one of the biggest TCL events they've ever had. There's like over 1,200 players here. It's pretty crazy. They plan on being out of here by 12.30, like everyone out the door. So that means they have to start podium stuff pretty early. So they've been out of here. Most matches are done by like 11 o'clock, which is at a big event like this. That's it. It's not terrible. No, that's that's fair. I, I, I have I, been at an event before where they had the championship and it ended like 1 or 2 in the morning. So I, I get it. Well, I, I don't think, like, back to, like we're saying, with the crowds and the people cheering on and things like that, that's where you get that different atmosphere, though, because I've gone to these other tournaments where you have these these teams, right? And when you get down to those final teams, you don't have that many people there to watch and yep. cheering them on. Um, and we've seen this even on televised events, you know, where it's just like uh, I can look out there and see all the familiar faces in the crowd. Um, you know, these people that are here for this tournament, they know that they are not leaving this Correct. building Today, yeah, 100. Like everyone's still sticking around. 90 percent of the people that are still here are not playing anymore, but they're still hanging around, checking out vendors. Correct. You know what I mean, like buy, still buying things. It's kind of nice. So in the background right now, we have the uh, King Seed match. We got Justin Byrne Jr. going against Grant Upchurch. It's like a, it's like the former Prince of Cornwall in Texas Cornwall League versus the current King. And Burton Jr. with the long hair is like a mean. You know what I mean? He looks like the fucking King of the Jungle. She's a fill out. Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Um, if, you, if, you put on, if you put on, put on 40 pounds, maybe. maybe. Like a teenage yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll be interested to see this match. So, Upchurch was, again, just on fire against Soto. Just was hitting every shot he wanted to. Uh, I love his bags, too. The teal, carpet with the white. I think it's so clean looking. Yeah, interestingly, um, they. They're both of their last matchups were on the same court as well. Correct. I'm a big court guy, you know. Like when you start moving me around courts and different sides and different things, you know. So now Upchurch is throwing on the opposite side. Does that mess with you at all? If uh, I'm gonna be on the same court, I do prefer to be on the same side that I just want to. Uh, not probably as, should not matter at all. But I'm a, a mental case. Uh, mentally, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me okay. in singles. Now. Right, because I'm because I'm going back and forth. Are you like, an arm inside? Okay, can we talk double strategy live here, right here? I don't. Do we want the world to know? No. Good point. <laughs> um, are you? Do you tend to have preference though? Like, do you find yourself better arm inside or arm outside? I, I want to say like I throw better arm inside. I think it's more mental. Then we're gonna get along fine. Um, really, whatever. It, I like staying the same, right? So, like, if I'm consistent, say, like, the last the last time I played um, just a few weeks ago in a Memorial Day tournament, um, you know, I started uh, with my arm inside. They hear the crowd in the background. Literally screaming. Screaming. For Screaming. Yeah, it's it's like a Taylor Swift concert in here. That's probably one of the eight-year-olds that like just won a big match or something. They're everywhere. But but yeah, I. If, if I have preference and I'm picking, I'll normally start um, and throw arm inside. And I'd like to stay there all day. Um, say, like, the last tournament, though, like, I played with my son. My son went to the board and said, I want to play on this side. So I threw outside, okay. and I felt comfortable. It yeah. took me, you know what I mean? Um, but I, we just, I try to keep it that way. Um, I'm with you. 
people with your for me it's a, it's a, I'm, I tend to be the same way I just want to be consistent through the day and it really it's a, it's a, every day is different like one day I might feel be feeling more arm inside next Correct. day I might be feeling more arm outside and I don't know if that's the case for everybody but it yeah, is, I like, it is I just like to feel it in warm ups and be like well I'm feeling it better here right but as long as we stay consistent and I can lock in I'm okay I just feel like going um, outside arm like I will tend to pull it Right, so I like okay. my bag is going, going sideways across, across the board, so you. it takes me a second more to to adjust to that. Now, if I'm throwing there all day, then I'm usually fine. But say if I throw inside arm and then the next one I'm throwing outside, um, that's why we suck at singles. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah. sure, for sure. Um, if I had to make predictions for this right now, um, Justin Bird Jr. is up to a seven nothing lead. He's look, he's going to be really tough to beat today. I really don't. I mean, someone's going to have to double dip him. I'm not saying that it can't happen, but. I mean, this is an early call. I mean, maybe it's kind of cheap to take, but I mean, Vern Jr. is looking like he's going to win. No, I, th- I think that's uh, that's a safe bet. That's that's uh, definitely where the money would be right now. 100%. And I th- and I think we see the, you know, the Grant and and Sammy right there, uh, in those two and three spots is the way it's shaping up right now. I hate that the ACL Pro season is still so far away though, because. Last year, we went to one of these events, and then, like, less than a month later was the first national that he ended up sweeping. It's still three months away. A lot can happen between them. So, like, this is, I'm not going to be able to, you can't really use the Right, as a gauge, as yeah. Much. But what this does is, all right, he's putting himself in a certain spot here. We're, we're just following along, like, the tournaments that he goes to over the next few weeks leading up to nationals. Where does he place? Is he consistently finishing at the end of the brackets? Are his numbers looking good? Because he's a high PPR guy. He's like an upper nines, lower tens consistency guy. Um, doesn't tend to give up very many big rounds. So I'm interested to see where uh, how this all finishes up. But again, he's up 7 nothing against Grant right now. Yeah, this this one, I don't know. Like... Pretty, pretty interesting. So, um, all right. So we were kind of talking at lunch a little bit. What, what direction? Like, we talked about like what direction do you think Airwolf Athletics is going to go? What direction would you like it to go? Like, what would be your ultimate goal, for, like dream job going through Airwolf Athletics? With this? Is it still sticking through like the apparel side of things? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have. I have no intentions of um little little announcements going on here. Yep. Alright, there we go. But yeah, I think uh, I think I think the game right now is uh stick to apparel, stick to uh, co-branding where where and when it's allowed. And um, you know, like I, I think we've we've uh, We've gone far from where we started, um, in a good way and a bad way. Um, and I'll say that like the bad part is like I started this for people, for players, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And um, I think at some point we kind of lost some of that, and it, it turned into um, about organizations and, and doing th- certain things because of certain um, certain policies. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, and I think one of the one of the dreams and the goals behind creating your own company is making your own rules and policies and doing what you want, right? So um, I'd like to get back to just figuring out ways to support the players. Do you uh, still feel like cornhole is going to be like a big part of it? Uh, no, I mean, because I know you you obviously you're involved in like other like mixed martial arts fan. You like yeah. disc golf. You no, know, um, like ultimate frisbee. I, I feel like. Uh, 
Cornhole is definitely a, a big staple. Like, I've actually, you know, trying to get on myself right now because it seems like, you know, we've got 10 cornhole posts in a row or something, right? So, like, um, it's almost off-putting to some of the other things that we're associated with of idea, how yeah. much we are involved and uh, with cornhole. Um, cornhole just became, like, an easy access thing, right? Oh, yeah, and it, and uh, something that we can all do and, 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 and those type of things. Um, but honestly, that's, that's one of the reasons I want to be back here in Texas. Um, you know, I'm back around all the other sports. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what 2024 brings as far as Airwolf Athletics uh, across a wide range of sports. So we've already started looking at, uh, you know, some of the other teams around here. And, um, you know, Dallas, Dallas has got every major sports team, but they have every minor league sports team as well. So um, I don't think nobody knows this, probably not even my wife. Uh, unless she looks at my Amex statement, but like we've already bought into uh, Airwolf Athletics has bought into um, some soccer teams. Nice. Um, and yeah. uh, you know, there's a ultimate frisbee team here in Dallas. Is it really okay? That's cool. Um, you know, I they, know they have individual a individual or if it was team stuff. No, there's a team. Um, you well, know, no, I'm sorry, you're talking ultimate frisbee. Yeah, ultimate. Um, disc, disc golf. There's there's more courses here. They're still popping up. You know, there's we're land everywhere. Man. Everywhere. Um, you know, so we're we're looking at looking at everything, and I think it's going to go bigger but smaller at the same time. I, 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 I say bigger because more outreach, but um, you might not see us on a on a big stage somewhere, but just a little bit of everywhere. You know, I want to try to uh, take take myself back and then try to try to find the right people to run with each sport. You know, so um, yeah, should be good. Love it, man. I love it. All right, so just a quick update. Justin Bird Jr. is up 11 to 3, ran up church, sitting in that king seat. Now. So if we just scroll through there, it's just, as a commentator first right there, just drill the bag <laughs> off the fucking bag. Every could no, Oh. Wow, I just keep this up. It's like a magic power. Commentator, commentator. Here, let's go. Superpowers. Oh, no, it went inside. All right. It only works one time. So pew pew. I'm down. Out of ammo at that point. But, uh, hey, brother, always a pleasure to see you. Uh, this is your new home, man, so I think, I know I like coming to these events so much that for me, it's at least once a year I'm going to come to a TCL event. As long as we're doing this podcast, once a year it just makes sense for us to come out here just to chop it up with some of the people. The problem is I think sometimes their events are too close together, yeah. and for someone that's like, for us, it's like traveling and paying for flights, it does make it a little bit more difficult, um, but I, I don't know, I still hold out hope that maybe there's a way that you work with the TCL more in a uh, different capacity. You'll do some of their commentary stuff, do some more of the social media promotion stuff. Uh, I think they have a really good thing going here. I like the atmosphere that they build up, and people here are great, too. So it's been fun. It's been fun. All right, folks. Well, uh, we're going to take a break here for a minute. And just like before, I have no idea who's coming next, so just hang on. It might be the end of the episode. We might bring out some more people. just depends on how I'm feeling. So in case this is the last one. As always, we hope you throw it straight. It's nothing but four backers from here on out. Later.